0: Welcome to Virginia's Young Farmer Podcast. This is Ashley Keuler And I'm Morgan Slavin. And we're a couple advocates who are passionate about cultivating conversations about agriculture and rural issues. So whether you're a generational farmer like Morgan or a farming helpful like myself, we are happy to have you here as a part of our community. And today we're excited to welcome Kelly Roberts. And do you mind saying your title again? I don't want to mess it up.
1: I am Director of Special Programs.
0: She's going to tell you more about what those special programs are, but that is with Virginia Farm Bureau, and we are going to hit on um, some things about young farmers and other programs, but we're excited to talk about it because people are always curious about life during young farmers and other programs, but also... What happens when we age out of certain programs or when we feel like we need to gain more knowledge to be involved in different opportunities. So all of the things that Kelly is going to talk with us about today are different ways that you can grow personally and as a leader. And uh, I know Morgan has experience with multiple of these programs. I've had some experience with these programs. So we'll be able to bring perspectives um, from someone who is in production agriculture, someone who is not, um, and also Kelly, please introduce yourself and your history with Virginia Farm Bureau. She's been with us for a while and, and left and came back, and we're glad to have her back.
1: Yes, um, back in, at the end of September, I started my fourth first day back at Farm Bureau, um, but it all started, um, it's so funny, I grew up right down the road from Morgan uh, in Weir's Cave, so arguably in the heart of agriculture, um, other farmers don't, don't fight me on that, but um, <laughs> Uh, Wanted nothing to do with agriculture at all. And so graduated high school, moved to the big city, um, and was looking for an internship in college that involved writing because I loved writing. Um, I was going to be a journalist. And Virginia Farm Bureau had an internship in their communications department. um, And they were looking for someone to write for their magazine, take photos. Um, And so I applied and got it and really fell in love with agriculture Um, So my internship ended, um, and I went on to become an editor at a weekly newspaper nearby, and then a job opening happened in the communications department at Farm Bureau. So I came running back, was in that department for four years, uh, ended up leaving, uh, came back three years later um, in the governmental relations department where I spent 10 years, Um, and then I left and then most recently came back. As Director
2: of Special Programs. She's essentially a Farm Bureau Boomerang. She yeah, just keeps coming what a, back. What a journey. <laughs> well, before we jump into our topic at hand, Kelly, what is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten?
1: Well, I'm going to quote the great and wonderful Dolly Parton. <laughs> and uh, one, one of my favorite quotes from her is, find out who you are, and then do it on purpose. Mm. And it's something that has that I've carried with me kind of throughout my my life, and especially through my career, especially on my my journey into leadership. Um, and I remember talking to a mentor of mine when I first started um, in a leadership position, and I was kind of freaking out, right? Because I was like, I don't really have the personality. Um, that you're, that I thought I was supposed to have, you know, I'm not command and control, you know, like a little bit more warm and fuzzy. And, and I was really stressing out about all the difficult things that come with leadership, you know, confrontation and, you know, difficult conversations and things like that. And she looked at me and she said, you're going to handle it the way that you're going to handle it because of who you are. Yeah. You know, don't try to be something that you're not. And just be true to yourself, and you're going to figure it out. That always reminds me of that Dolly Parton quote. And if you know me, you know I love Dolly. Love got it. a picture of her in my office. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that on <laughs> social media. I love that that's your quote because I think
0: we forget that a lot of what we do is very special. And um, I think in the farming community and just as an individual, at times we think that what we do is everyday life, and it's not that interesting or awesome but outside looking in it it really is so the point of doing you on purpose other than realizing you are doing really cool things is like how can I use what I'm good at and even if I feel like I'm not good at anything how can I just be a resource for others and that's what I love about these programs because the programs are about to talk about and get into help you learn more about yourself and become a better farmer become a better parent become a better community, um, just someone in your community, they just help you become more well rounded. And we'll speak to some of them. I know I've been able to even just be a better like co worker and agriculturalist through some of these. Um, so do you mind giving us an overview of some of the um, young farmer programs? I know we had a, a specific question that came in, we uh, worked on trying to get some questions submitted. And one was about like, how can I get the Young Farmer Award? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, that's a contest, right? So what are some of these programs and opportunities that are within the Young Farmers program?
1: Yeah, so Young Farmers is a program for folks ages 18 to 35. You can be a full-time farmer. You can be a part-time farmer. You can have an interest in farming. You can work um, somewhere inside the agriculture industry. Um, But it's really for everyone who has an interest in agriculture. And we have so many great programs. And I feel like Young Farmers is a really great introduction to all the different programs we offer at Virginia Farm Bureau if you want to be an advocate for agriculture. Um, So you kind of get a little buffet while you're in the program Mm -hmm. of all the different things that we offer. Um, But the really cool thing about Young Farmers um, are the contests, as Ashley just mentioned, um, we have the Achievement Award, we have the Discussion Meet, and we have Excellence in Ag. And so the Achievement Award is for our full-time farmers. And this is sort of recognizing them and their efforts and their leadership in production agriculture on their operations. It's really a, a deep dive into the decisions that they're making for their operations, whether they're on their own or whether they're working with their families, um, celebrating their successes, and then what are their plans for growing their operations. So it it actually ends up, when you actually work through the application, being a really great planning tool that you can use, um, and then hopefully it will win you some amazing prizes as well Mm -hmm. um, on the state level. And then, of course, you can go and compete on the national level at American Farm Bureau Discussion Meet, it's sort of like a public speaking competition where we analyze issues and discuss solutions to some really big challenges in agriculture. And it's supposed to mimic a committee meeting, and it's usually between a group of four to six people. Um, They get a topic, a problem to solve. It really teaches you how to participate in a committee, collaborate, and listen to each other's ideas, but also Present your ideas in a way that's clear and concise.
0: Yeah, and a- another thing too. I think we'll both touch to talk about discussion because mm-hmm. Morgan is a lot better at it. <laughs> uh, but I think it's uh, for someone who doesn't know a lot of. I, I don't want to say I don't know a lot about ag, but not being as involved, it helps me stay connected mm-hmm. because I have to call people who are farmers or who do work in the ag industry or who like I want to. Talk to um, Morgan's sister, Madison, about, like, the soil and Water Conservation District. Like, it keeps you so plugged into knowing what's going on around you. And it's, like, giving me information that I can share with farmers in my job. Um, so it, other than it, um, just helping you with that problem solving aspect and, and talking with others about problems, it's, it just keeps you really connected to what's going on in your community, um, but also in agriculture.
2: Yeah, so the, I think the other cool thing about discussion meet too, um, cause everybody's like, oh, you debate, you really don't debate. You're sitting in a group setting and you are problem solving. You have to come up with a solution. That is the ultimate goal of discussion meet. So you can't go in and ramrod and be like, this is, bah, like, this is, like, this is what we're going to do. That's not how it works. Um, so you truly are taking the problem at hand and trying to break it down into bite-sized pieces, figure out what created the problem, how you're going to navigate through it, and ultimately what that solution is going to be. The other cool thing about discussion meet is that there is a collegiate version of it. And so, like, I first got introduced to, coll- it got introduced to discussion meet because I did compete in it um, in college. And um, so I was able to compete. I think I made it to Sweet 16 um at the national level when when I competed out there so that was super cool and then I did um I was the 2021 state winner for the grown-up version of discussion meet mm-hmm. and y'all they sent me home with a brand spanking new John Deere gator and I puts around on that and thing. let's talk about prizes <laughs> for a <laughs> let's second let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about just that just because
0: <laughs> I like all of the pros of like yes yeah, it's making you a great person it's making you a better farmer it's helping you get organized um Farmers do not forget about those prizes, no matter what it is, and it can be different every year, but it reminds me of when I was in FFA, and Mm -hmm. I know 4-Hers go through the same thing, when you have an SAE or you have a project that you have to keep record books for, well, then you apply for awards, and the prizes you get back go back towards your project. Yes. So yes, you you got new equipment that you use on your farm, literally every day, and and like anything, people get from this, like you take it back to make something else better. I mean, heck, if you get money, use it for groceries, whatever. But, but you have that option, that opportunity to, um, like you said, like use what your purpose is, right? Like use what you're good at and learn and you can take it back to your mm-hmm. farm. Um, so I think like even the tangible things are, are awesome to have, um, even for some of those non-tangible
2: things as well. Excellence in ag, also very awesome contest. Yes, yeah, yeah. so this is for
1: anyone involved in agriculture. You do not have to be a full-time farmer and this really evaluates uh, your involvement in agriculture, um, your leadership within the industry and um, your participation Patient and programs within Farm Bureau and other organizations. Um, Dana Fisher, who you've heard from on this podcast before, is was one of our former winners. Um, and so it's, again, another great program. I
0: also want to talk about Dana Fisher for a second. He shares how he had, he was an ag teacher before. If you know him, he taught for a while in Shenandoah County. Um, and kind of this contest opened his eyes to, well, what do I want to do moving forward in my career? Um, I know when you talk to ag teachers, they love their job. It's not that he didn't love his job, but he it helped him evaluate where do I want to be, where do I see myself. So I hear that as a piece of advice to give to farmers where if you haven't thought about, I mean, you may have that five-year, ten-year plan, or you may have an idea of where you want to be, but putting it on paper, it's like a goal. If you don't write it down, you may not be as likely to accomplish it, right? So um, I remember that was an example from that contest. It's like you actually write it down um, and you think about where you want to be and it's, it's not like it's holding you to anything, but it kind of gives you that piece to realize or hope for, um, how you want to grow. So I thought that was a, a cool example of how that contest can benefit you outside
2: of it being a contest. I've heard the exact same thing from those that compete in the achievement award, which reminder, that's kind of like your production ag, your business, um, application and contest. Um, because that is really intensive. I mean, I don't, how many pages is that application? I mean, it's.
1: It, it grows by the year. (laughs)
2: It's, yeah,
1: it's it's probably, it's, it's a good three or four and the, they add questions Mm -hmm. every year Mm -hmm. um, because they just want to dive a little bit deeper. Yeah.
0: And everyone's so different. I've Mm -hmm. loved hearing the examples of farmers, especially in Virginia, who have like 10 acres, definitely less than a hundred acres. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the national level where there are people out West with, hundreds or more like they have these huge farms and they are doing better Mm -hmm. because they're competing really well and they're able to have their records so um no matter like how big your farm is it's a great contest to just get all your ducks in a row and and figure out how things are and it is a long application um, but farm bureau helps you with all that and kelly is someone who helps you with that so um they're there And they they reach out to people, even if you don't reach out to them, they'll find you, right?
1: We know know where you are. (laughs) Because they think you're
0: great. And and that's the thing we're helping you all um, find a purpose, but also find something to do in Farm Bureau. Mm
2: But I've even heard folks that say, you know, it's not that I don't even mind not winning. It's because at the end of the day, it's helped my business be better. At the end of the day, I'm making more money now because I did this contest and it kind of showed me some flaws or some holes in my system. or, Or I realized, like, I really need to cut this out. This actually is not making money for me. And I thought it was just conceptually, but it really isn't. So outside of contests, Kelly, because we've spent a lot of time talking about that and hyping that up. So hopefully we'll get a huge slew of Hyped contestants up. in 2023, which it's amazing. That's almost here. But um, what about other opportunities? Could you talk to us a little bit about the state Young Farmers Committee and then also the subcommittee?
1: Yes. When you start in Young Farmers, um, most just about every county has a Young Farmer Committee um, that you can serve on um, or you can even chair. Um, and then you can eventually work your way up into um, the, the, the state committee, um, which is made up of 14 folks, you know, one representative for each district. Um, and they kind of come together several times a year to discuss the direction of the program. We just had a strategic planning session um, back in early November um, where we set some goals and things that we want to achieve for the next the next year, there's also different subcommittees. There's a legislative subcommittee. There's a promotion subcommittee. Um, I think there are. Is there eleven total? I believe subcommittees. There's a lot,
2: probably maybe with expos thrown in there. Expo mm. planning committees.
1: Yeah. So there's lots of opportunities to kind of find like what you're super interested in and serve on that committee to learn more. I know for many years when I was I was in governmental relations, I was I sat in on that legislative subcommittee call, uh, the second Wednesday, third Wednesday of the month. But it's a great way to, again, if you're passionate about something in particular, you can serve on that committee and find those opportunities to do more within Farm Bureau.
2: I am the chair of the promotion subcommittee. And the nice thing about our subcommittees is that you don't have to be on the state committee to participate in that. Actually, that's kind of how Ashley and I got to do in this podcast was because it was kind of handing off, handing off the baton, and they needed a couple of folks, and our promotion subcommittee was coming back. Ashley and I started taking over this podcast as a result of being together on the promotion subcommittee. I'm on the state committee. She is not on the state committee, but still has the opportunity to engage in things like that, and I think that's what's pretty neat about um, the Young Farmers program is that there's, it's really paced for who, for how much you want to get involved, especially in what, we all know that young farmers, uh, young farmers are in a very interesting season of life because, I mean, I think about how much change I had in my twenties. Now that I'm thirty-two, Whoa. you know I, know, I know, but you know, getting close to aging out these days. Um, but it's just funny because you go through so much change, and young farmers is there for you throughout all the different. Seasons and um, one one of the things, and maybe Kelly, you can talk about a little bit more about um, our expos as well that we have um, for the young farmers across the state. But kids are always welcome. Like that's the best part about young mm-hmm. farmers is like if you got kiddos, bring them along. So maybe share a little bit more about expos, Kelly.
1: Yeah, so we have two expos a year. We have a winter expo and a summer expo. They are amazing opportunities. Number one, just to network with you know, about 200 other young farmers around the state. And it's also a great opportunity to do a deep dive in the agriculture of wherever the expos are being held. Um, Our winter expo coming up is going to be in South Boston, beautiful Halifax County. Um, We have some great farm tours lined up in addition to some really great informational workshops. Um, Summer expo is going to be in beautiful Page County. Um, Where we're going to do a deep dive, do some more um, farm tours, Um, some of these uh, competitions and awards that we've been talking about will take place there. But really just a great opportunity for everybody to get together, um, get some information about Farm Bureau, get some information about really important things happening in the agriculture industry, um, and then just get to talk with one another.
0: For sure. I think f- my perspective, not as a producer at the Expos, I've been going since I was state officer in FFA.
2: I don't know if that's when you started as well. Um, Actually, I competed, if we want to talk about another contest, in the oh, Outstanding, Outstanding Young, Young Agriculturalists. Agriculturalists. That's it. Yeah, the out- yes. I don't know why that's so hard to say, but yeah, that is a high school contest, which is pretty cool. And we didn't even get into some of the high school um, discussion meets, some of those things that we're offering for folks that are up and coming. Maybe they're not quite hitting that 18 um, threshold as far as a minimum age to participate in some of the other events. But um, that's that's definitely something for those high school folks. But that's how I got introduced to Farm Bureau was actually through that contest. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I think at the Expos, I have always
0: remembered the farm tours getting to hear from other farmers and thinking about how um, one day I would love to be a farmer. I used to say that was my dream job. Like I think it was even in my Instagram bio, how embarrassing, (laughs) Um, so nerdy, but I, I just loved hearing from all the farmers and it just kept me super passionate. And then every job I interviewed for that was my production ag experience Mm -hmm. was what I've learned from other farmers. And um, I love hearing farmers ask questions to these other farmers like we went to a uh, a farm they were agritourism but they also had some sheep and we had other farmers who were interested in raising sheep or they were already raising sheep and just needed some more insight and because of the location and how far we were away from them like people people want to share their successes they may not tell you every single detail of their operation or their farm but um, it's a great brainstorming session for farmers to hear from others that are even outside of your county and get some ideas for your business or even just how your family operates. You get to meet another farm family, and um, those are that's a really
2: great conversations to see take place at Expo as well. I think the th- interesting thing about farm tours, too, is that sometimes when, when you're a farmer, it's a farmer culture thing, I think, but sometimes when you're in your home county with your neighbors, people are pretty tight-lipped about their operation. Like sometimes they don't want to share a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a competition thing or more of a – you know, I don't need all my neighbors know my business. There is something really open and transparent about traveling outside of your area and going, even if it's within the same sector of, of your portion of agriculture uh, within the industry. But you go to these farm tours, and everybody wants... To network and share advice for young farmers. Like I think Mm -hmm. everybody just wants young farmers to be successful. And it's it always it it never feels like anybody's keeping a secret back or holding back. They're always so transparent about like I'll tell you this was a challenge or I'll tell you I'll never do this again. Like learn Mm -hmm. from my mistake. And and that's the type of advice young farmers need. It is so hard to get off the farm. I get it. Like, people got kids. You're trying to get your business going. You're probably working a full-time job on top of it. And the idea of taking three days away from your home just feels overwhelming. But I'm telling you, it is priceless the type of networking and engagement that you get when you participate in Young Farmer activities.
0: We've talked a lot about programs and opportunities that come along with Young Farmers, but I think um, I remember when we initially said we were doing the podcast, someone actually commented that I would love to hear more about things outside of Young Farmers. Um, so what does life outside of Young Farmers look like? Um, I know we we talked about legislative opportunities, um, that there is a women's program, there's ag in the classroom, and just anything else. So if you want to hit on any of those, we can dive into some of them, but also there are resources on um, VirginiaFarmBureau.com that explains what some of these programs are as well. If anything feels missed today, that's a reference um, to go to and even social media is a reference to go to for some of these programs.
1: Yeah, I mean there's so so many different ways to continue your advocacy for agriculture through Farm Bureau.
0: And we are going to keep diving into these topics with Kelly Roberts. Uh, For now, we're going to end on this note with the Young Farmers programs and how that can benefit us. And we're going to keep getting into other programs like the Women's Leadership Program, Legislative Day, and so much more with Kelly on future episodes. So stay tuned so you can hear more about how you can further your involvement in Farm Bureau and grow for yourself, grow as a producer, and just grow as a better person for you and your community. Share this podcast with everyone you know on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere you stream. You can keep the conversation going by following us on social media at Virginia Farm Bureau Young Farmers with ideas for future topics
2: you would like to hear to help you navigate farming, life, or both. We can't wait to be with you again on Virginia's Young Farmers Podcast. Until then, happy farming!